0: Salutations and welcome to episode seven.
1: Woo! Episode
0: seven of the In the House Podcast we did and we Seven of these. We did. And we have got a great seventh episode. In fact, you might even call it a special episode. And in this one, Kirk Cameron will break down the dangers. <laughs> uh, he'll break down the dangers of eating too much junk food and the real horrors of gingivitis. But after he's done no, doing that, exactly. we're gonna discuss. Uh, we're gonna discuss our one nothing victory over FCC. We're gonna talk about the upcoming match against yeah. Richmond, and uh, we're gonna have an extremely special guest. Uh, um, the most familiar voice for any Louisville City football fans. Uh, we're gonna have Lance McGarvey on the show, and we're really excited. I've, about
2: I've never it. been called the anything. And you're called the voice. I've never That's, been called the anything.
1: It's and I don't know. Many people may say I'm the voice. I don't say I'm. There's a lot of voices, though, that have been over the time. But but I've been around, I guess, the longest. You should so get some like business, business cards that, that say the, the voice. voice. Right.
0: <laughs> but in order to be able to have that kind of a show, I'm going to have to be joined. And I'm being joined, as always, by my co-host. This time, coming to you live from a burlap <laughs> tent deep in the black forest of Germany. Andy Frederick. Hi,
2: Andy. The good thing about burlap is that in any other climate, this would be terrible. But in Germany... In the Black Forest of in Germany. In the Black Forest of Germany. It's actually pretty
0: nice. It's it's not damp in there. <laughs> it's cozy. It cuts down the humidity. It's very yeah.
2: moisture-wicking.
0: I like that. I like that. I'm glad that you're back. I know that the whole uh, audience is thrilled to have you back, glad too. I don't know if
2: thrilled is the word I would use. But...
0: David O'Connell filled in admirably for you last week. And uh, I know that Paco, our guest last oh. week, missed having you on the pod. He made fun of your strength. I
2: heard he talked a lot of-
0: a lot of garbage he, Well, mostly just that there's no possible way you could fight the animals you think you could fight We'll get there Which makes sense because you couldn't we'll But uh, what the audience really wants to know more than anything is How did the test go? I don't know, man It's up in the air Okay, so you, when do you get your results? Because we're gonna we're gonna announce them live on the podcast. A oh, week and a half, we will know. I really hope you pass, because otherwise all twenty-six of our listeners are gonna know immediately. Oh, it'll be a sad, sad day. All right. You'll, you'll know
2: because I'll be slurring my speech
0: understood, horribly.
2: <laughs> because
0: people who pass wine tests don't have a tendency to drink. It'll be a happier slur okay. if uh, I pass. It. Understood. All right, well, we're glad to have you back, and uh, but mostly we're glad to have our guest. And so yep. tonight we are on the In the House podcast, thrilled to welcome a professional into our midst.
1: We're having Mr. Lance McGarvey on. Lance, thanks for joining oh, us. Oh, thanks Lance. for having me. This is a real treat. And then, you know, to get some, what you call this high west whiskey is that right yeah oh my god that's, it's that's so good, good. man and that, was worth, the test that was worth joining you for this podcast <laughs> so thank you very much for having that's me. how we
2: get most of our
1: guests yeah,
2: yeah. is
0: bribery it's that's, the <laughs> it's the liquor shelf right behind you that yeah. gets people in and uh then we uh give them enough drinks and we don't even tell them we're recording we just no, start we start
1: hey we're gonna talk about soccer now so uh, as a traditional bourbon guy i can tell you it's nice to kind of Try something a little different. Yeah, thank you. Branching out. You got to branch out. out. You got to push
2: your boundaries.
0: All right. Uh, Well, we're thrilled to have you, and uh, we're going to have you perform the task that we make all of our guests perform so that we know where to begin this podcast. And just to know who's going to be kicking it off, we have to have a coin toss. So, Lance, if you will. Absolutely. Tails. Tails. What are we at? So what, what? What's our? What's our? What's our count? We've had. This is the seventh podcast, and I think that it's four to three in favor of heads. I think. Yeah. I think you're right. One of our loyal listeners could go back and check, and uh, maybe uh, send a message to in the house uh, on Facebook, and we will uh, revise our count because I'm certainly not going to go back and listen no to these no travesties I'm, again. I'm just going to assume <laughs> that you're right because I don't. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, because. Lance has flipped a tails. We will begin with a game review, yeah. and that's fantastic because yeah. the game review was another victory for the boys in purple. We got a 1-0 win on the road. in The front purple of, rain continues! On the road in front of the largest crowd ever to witness a home opener, yeah. and it was 25,000 really sad mm. Cincinnati fans at the end. And as a person who has spent more of his life in Cincinnati than I'm really comfortable discussing, I will tell you that there is nothing on earth better than a sad (laughs) Cincinnati fan. Uh, They don't have proper bourbon to be able to drown their tears they just just drink weird stuff up there they just walk around crying aimlessly not knowing how to fix it very salty tears what do they drink up there extremely what do they drink up there Rheingeist has come along recently and uh, provided something reasonable for them to sip on but if you're talking about uh, liquor the answer is nothing they don't have any I a sad existence I don't know (laughs) of a distillery in the Cincinnati area I'm sure there is one so I apologize craft distiller out there but uh, I do not know of any kind of distillery in the Cincinnati area. I'm, I'm making air quotes around craft as hard as I can. There you go. Craft. There you go. But no, so they don't have the delicious bourbon to drown their tears into. Instead, they just have to sit there in their misery. And just take it. After that victory. And uh, uh, I was fortunate enough to get to go up to the game. I know that Lance and Andy both had uh, pressing actual real life matters to tend to. <laughs> uh, like families and jobs. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. as, as a person who got to go to the game, I'll tell you that we had a great time. I know that uh, the Scouse's house crew made a, a nice pilgrimage up there. We had uh, a, good, a good showing from our group. The Coopers sent, obviously, their normal contingent. Right. And then just a lot of clearly unaffiliated fans, which was great. Uh, you always worry on a supporting game like this that it's just going to be the supporters group sort of packing the stands. But no, there were clearly just a lot of Louisville fans who would said, I want to go and catch this game. And they went up there on their own and uh, provided a really nice environment. I'll tell you that because of the way that the section is set up, we sold out our fan section. But you couldn't tell by looking at it because nobody bothered with their seats. And so the right. section was straight up and down. But basically every fan just trickled down towards uh, towards the midway point and lower and uh, really packed it in. Good. A lot of jumping, a lot of Good. screaming. It was, it was a, a great... Just a big blotch of purple. It was. It was a great environment. And uh, the, the best part of the whole game, if we want to go into the details of it, is that we scored so early. Uh, mm. There was some nice possession early, and we found a way to get one in the goal. Uh, it wasn't particularly pretty. Uh, but finding a way to get one in really changed the
1: tenor of that whole performance. I mean, goals goal. gold; doesn't need to look good. Just get well, you there. create enough opportunities, you know, it will take that. We'll take the yeah. one that got in, uh, because there might have been other couple opportunities we should have had. But you take them as you can get them. Yeah. Totally. Man. And I can tell you, I watched the game on on my laptop. Uh, I was in Paducah, Kentucky, at a family reunion. And I wanted to get out of that, but my mom really kind of gave me the guilt trip. <laughs> As you moms can't let, do. You, can't, you can't let the, your mother down. I skipped it last year. So I went on and, and I watched, but it was so quiet. I, I kept, you know, I knew that there were 25,000 people there. Um, yeah, they'll tell you. It was you. just really, I mean, oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> they don't have anything to drink, but they have more attendance mm. to clean up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: At, at, in the stadium, it was it was sort of shocking. I mean, with when they when they marched in, I mean that environment when they marched in, it was uh, you gotta uh, let's tip our caps because yeah. I mean the attendance oh, yeah, is absolutely. spectacular and it's special. And they marched in and it was it was intense right up until we scored oh, and afterwards oh. it
1: fell off. Was oh, that exactly your
0: home opener? <laughs> exactly. It's <was> impressive
1: <laughs> what they do with their crowds. It's just you know you and you kind as a neighbor city, you sort of wish you could. Kind of be happy for them, sure. But they're just awful people. Be happy for them That is, that is completely true. Uh, it's.
0: I said, uh, I said recently that I think that I like Cincinnati fans in small doses and in small groups. Uh, the fans that we got to tailgate with before the game at the Molly Malone's in Covington were all gracious and sweet, and uh, yeah, they wanted to joke around about whose team was better, but that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the more of their fans they get into a group, the nastier and nastier they become, and uh, suddenly you look up uh, at the at the Pride and D'Innis and uh, the Bailey Bastards, and those guys are all standing there flicking you off and yelling curse words and saying, hey, you know, come on, what if we want to bring our kids to these games? Yeah. Uh, We want to make fun of people. We want to make the other team uncomfortable, but we also want it to be a place where everybody feels at
1: least comfortable. Uh, Oh, I've met one or two that weren't so horrible (laughs) and evil, but at the end of the day, you're right. Collectively, it's just... It's, it's, it's just unpleasant. very hard. They're yeah. insufferable. They are. And, uh, Especially when they're
0: losing. And <laughs> Well, and, but actually they become much more sufferable when they're losing. <laughs> uh, as, the, as the game progressed, I think that it became clearer and clearer that uh, their, their attack wasn't what it was going to need to be. Uh, after uh, Paco's miracle save off the line... Uh, coming from nowhere to uh, clean up the mess, and from our section, it looked like it was in. Like there was no, it was there was no ambiguity. It just looked like it was already in the net, and we had all started hanging our heads already. And uh, suddenly, the balls coming back at us. Mm. But uh, after that play, they really went another forty minutes of game action before yeah. they really threatened again. Mm-hmm. And even though they were playing fine, had the majority of the possession, and uh, really looked like probably the more threatening team. From that point on, they never it never felt uncomfortable. The defense until the last fifteen the the last ten, fifteen minutes was terrifying. Got a little hairy. Got a little hairy. But the middle section of that game, it was the defense just stood up so firmly. Yeah. Uh I felt extremely proud of the the holding midfielders and the back line because yeah, Paco's gonna get a lot of credit. He was named USL team of the week and rightly
1: so. He's gonna get a lot of credit for clearance off the line and for helping to preserve the spin off that ball was just ridiculous. Yeah. I and mean, when you go back and watch it, I don't I, I don't see how he Hard to been. get a foot on it, I'm let gonna, alone put it where you get it out of there. Uh, and he
0: deserves a lot of it. <laughs> and if you had been there, you could have asked questions Whatever about it. You test don't, boy. I mean, but uh, the uh, and they deserve all that credit. The mm-hmm. defense does, but the I thought to me that the difference in that game was Paolo and Speedy just controlling the middle of the field. They didn't control possession. That's not what I'm trying to say. Obviously, the numbers won't bear that out. But they made it so that Cincinnati was not going to attack us down the center of that field. Mm -hmm. Kept pushing them wide. Kept pushing them into traps from Sean Francis on Mm -hmm. one side and uh, from Oscar or Kyle on the other side. And that it was consistently going to be difficult for them to be able to have any kind of sustained attack. Yeah, we let them have the ball, but they weren't going anywhere. No. And that was because there was nothing in the middle of the field for them, and Paolo and Speedy deserve tons of credit yeah. for that. So thrilled with how the defense played. Our fourth, I'm counting the championship game here, our fourth consecutive clean
1: sheet. Fourth consecutive. It's pretty impressive. These guys just don't want to give up goals. No. It, it's amazing. And, you know, you, you now Ranjitsing's had a couple of great saves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not Greg Ranjitsing that's the reason, no. the reason why, no. like, individually. You can point to some teams. And maybe Evan Newton sure. was the reason why Cincinnati had two clean sheets coming into that one. Uh, but but you can't say that. I mean, our our back line, our it's not just the back three either. It's as you said just a minute ago. It's the midfield disrupting and controlling yeah. uh, the action, whether or not we have possession necessarily or not. And it's been it's been extremely impressive. Uh, and you know, I, I thought, to, you know, coming out of the gate, I thought we would be so cohesive and j- gel as a unit that we would just be scoring goals relentlessly. on yeah. people. That's kind of what I yeah. expected. I did the too. Season. Yeah. But we've been, we've been good there. I won't even say just adequate. We've been very good there. But the defense has been incredible. It's, it's been ridiculous.
0: I, I've, I've been – it's a it's a different kind of cheering for soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easy to stand there and, you know, when Matt Fondi's putting in 25, 30 goals in sure, a season, yeah. it's easy to just be like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Uh, it's harder. It's more advanced fanhood to be able yeah. to really appreciate that, you know, Sean Tosh doesn't let the ball – even require a clearance he's going to let that he's going to make sure that he has his player bracketed to the point where that ball is going over his head and going out of bounds for a throw in and there's al- no stat for that they're always
1: no. in the passing line they, they're always inner you know intercepting passes uh and and you know when you get a guy like pat mcmahon for instance, yeah he's up in age a little bit and then you hear the cincinnati fans say good luck with him he's in mobile he can't move. He's slow." Man, that guy is an athlete. He and is. He, he has played extremely well. Been very proud for him and of him, of course, being with Little City now. Absolutely, um, and they've been unreal. And it's not. And it's not like the kind of like the uh, Bob Lilly type of defense. Like, like it's not like everybody in the no. box parked the bus. We're not going to give anything up. It's a gritty, hard nosed, uh, very intelligent uh, defense that they yeah. play. Which is it's hard to yeah. imagine. Who's gonna come in and and, and really put goals on? us? If Tampa Bay it. couldn't do it, right. Cincinnati
0: couldn't do it. Tampa took their frustrations out after being shut out by us to go on to score four in their next game. I mean that team is pouring on goals, and they they got they got nothing. against they to play. Not just I'm, I'm trying to remember who Tampa was up against. I feel like it may have been North Carolina, but I'm not huh. I'm not pot. No, that was who they played in their second game. Shoot, I should know, but uh, I know they put up a four spot. And that's, that's not easy to do. I don't no. care if you're playing against high school kids. Scoring four goals yeah, against no. a, an organized team is not easy to accomplish. And uh, we're, we're just not letting people get anywhere on us, and it's it's exciting to watch. And uh, the the next thing I really wanted to cover in terms of uh, how the game went was that it's, it's a springboard kind of a game to me. Uh, it's the third game. It's a rivalry game. It's a home opener. It's our first away game. Yeah. We are... Uh, you're walking out with nine points out of possible nine points. And I feel like whoever had won that game was going to walk out with their chests puffed out and make it real tough to come in and get a win against either team. And getting those points was massive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not just for in the standings, because those three points may matter at the end of the year, but also because just how your team feels about itself, looks at itself. If you read some of the post-game interviews from Cincinnati's team, they were dejected about Mm -hmm. that loss. That affected them. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they take it into the next game and score four like Tampa did, or maybe they take it into the next game and lay an egg against a team they should otherwise beat. Yeah. So I think that LCFC needs to take that into their next game and really bring with them a sense of uh, uh, pride, but also uh, maintaining the urgency. And I think for us to be able to talk about that, let's uh, move on to the head side of that okay. coin and talk about our game preview. Yeah for uh, Richmond, and so uh, we are really excited about this game. It's going to be a uh, a 7.30 start on Saturday evening, Uh, bringing Richmond in. Richmond has played four games where we played three, and so they started the year with two losses but have come back to have a little nicer form lately. They've got one win and one draw in the game since then, and so they're playing better coming in, uh, this is the kind of game where we can't afford a let-up. We can't afford a lapse in concentration. You're really pleased with beating your rival, winning in front of a giant crowd like that. And now you're coming home against a team that, frankly, hasn't had any success against us. In six, uh, seven career meetings against Richmond, uh, we've won five and drawn two. This is not a team that plays us well historically. No. But as Coach O'Connor will tell you, uh, it doesn't matter how your last game went. And it doesn't matter what kind of a team they were last year. It matters what kind of team
1: they are this year. He's exactly right about that. He is absolutely correct about that. And it doesn't matter that you just beat Cincinnati in front of 25,000 people. Mm -hmm. You've got to put that behind you. One of the things in the past I would have been very worried about and concerned about is will they have a letdown. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say this with great confidence. I believe that these guys train not just in physical training. No. These guys are training emotionally as well. And you know you hear promotions in the games right. uh, that they that you know that they have somebody that they're working with, and I believe that's had an impact on them. And these guys are very very mature uh, and and far different situation where they were even twelve months ago. And mm-hmm. I think that is it possible they could have a letdown? Yes. Do I think they're going to be fatigued and, and kind of be let down physically? No. no. I mean I think they'll bring the intensity. O'Connor's not going to let them like no. I, he's not going to let that happen. So i feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it a big concern of yours, or are you just kind of saying you're kind of worried that it could happen?
0: It's it's not necessarily a big concern. I remember a couple of games last year where I felt like we were coming in on some uh, really nice form, and I thought that uh, we probably were in a good position and good shape to continue against a team that might not be great. For some reason Ottawa is jumping out at me. I don't have the schedule in right. front of me, but I feel like we came in on like a four game unbeaten streak and had just beaten somebody good yeah. heavily. Like I think we'd pounded somebody four one or something yeah. like that. Came in and playing against Ottawa. And just laid an egg, yeah. lost like two nothing for yeah. no apparent reason. It may have actually been uh, the Charlotte
1: game. No, they ended up being good. Do you last remember year, Toronto so? FC two? The game that yeah. we didn't score on them, and mm. their, their keeper made—he was standing on his head, yeah. made like eleven or twelve like amazing saves. Agreed. And that was a game where you felt like you know. Yeah. But you gotta look at you know the execution, and it just the guy was out of his mind.
0: And sometimes um, you get unlucky. I
1: yeah. mean, there's there's stuff that
0: goes to that, but this is one of those times where. Man, it would be nice to get out to four. You hate to be greedy. We've won three games in a row and haven't given up a goal. But you'd love to see us be able to get out to four or five wins straight to start the season and create a little cushion over the, not over the Tampas and the Cincinnati's and the Red Bulls that are probably going to be there all year, but some separation over those mid-level teams. Where you're never worried about are we going to fall to five or six in the league? Yeah, because you want to be able to play at home on that first week. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I mean, think about the difference that playing home last year throughout the playoffs sure. made. Yeah. It was right. the first year we had home field in the in the semifinal. I mean, in the conference final, it was the first year we won it. I don't think that's a coincidence.
1: I think it's good to ask that question, and I think that it's good that it, hopefully the coaching staff's asking that question. Agreed. You know, hopefully, the, yeah. I don't think O'Connor's going to be like. Uh, hey, we're in good shape now. I'm not gonna I'm gonna take this week off a little bit. I mean, that guy's intense. Yeah. You were with him last night. You know how yeah. intense he is. Jeez. You got to see him like even away from so I you know, now, could the players Lay an egg. Could it be a game where they don't? They're just not sharp. It could. Mm. Could, I just don't expect that. And I don't, I would be highly surprised if it happens. I will,
0: I would also be surprised if it happens, but it's what I'm going to be on the lookout for. And one of the other things I really want to be on the lookout for before we start breaking Richmond down a little bit is uh, what kind of lineup we run out there. We have, with the exception of two or three. Players, We've run essentially the same lineup out for each game. Uh, I know that uh, Niall was under the weather for a game and didn't play, and then we've been bringing him off the bench since then. Luke obviously didn't even suit up for the last game. I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of lineup we run out, partially because at some point – some of the guys who haven't seen the field yet are going to have to see the field just to get their legs under them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right about that. We've been thrilled. We, we were thrilled to have Alexi Suarez yep. on the program with us, and we've mentioned him repeatedly because everybody keeps telling us how great this kid is, and yet we haven't gotten to see him on the field. I think this might be the, uh, the game where we see that, but it's also hard to break up a back three that's not giving up goals. How do you say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey, you're going to come out? And especially the fourth game of the season, it's a long haul. You got to be able to get some minutes on the bench. You got to get some, keep your legs fresh. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the question is, do you wait for like a good margin of error? like
1: mm-hmm. if,
2: you, if you're up like three goals or two goals, real more realistically, I think, and then you're you know seventy minutes into a game.
0: Yeah, want to try to get
2: somebody see, out there see, for a little.
0: See what, see, see what, happens. I'll be curious to see if he gets out there, and then obviously uh, uh, another Scouse's house, and frankly, Lou City favorite Brian Ownby, hasn't gotten onto the field yet this Do. year,
1: and and was one of the reasons we won last year. Absolutely, yeah. he was like a key major factor of how we won. He scored in every playoff uh-huh. game. I mean, how how does he not see the? I mean, but that's the you know the talent that we've had. Now he had is dealing with. Uh, you know, illness again. Yeah, some airport. sort of <laughs> illness. Uh, some some illness. sort of uh,
0: you know, unknown, we, we unnamed illness. And, and hopefully,
1: it's not. You know, that's all we need to know. That's all people need but, to know. You know, you mentioned uh, who the starting eleven might be. I mean, honestly, if you can, if you could guess the starting eleven mm-hmm. accurately two weeks in a row, you probably ought to head, you know, to the casino. Sure. Or you Probably yeah. ought to head, you know, buy some lottery tickets because, uh, you know, that's always up in the air. Yeah. N- nothing ever seems to calm down. Uh, as far as that starting 11 the way you, mean, you think it's going to it's know, unbelievable yeah. you remember that movie heartbreak ridge with Clint Eastwood see that when he would come out and one he come in one color t-shirt and they would all guess and try to guess and they'd have Everybody's the wrong color t-shirt out, yeah. and then they, they <laughs> figured it out i hadn't thought about that movie in a while <laughs> and,
0: and i think you would have to be uh, quite the soothsayer to know who was going to play on any given day but you would be it just seems like at this point Paco Tosh, and McMahon have just settled into such a nice rhythm back there. Yeah. You almost hate to bring them out and tell some until they give up a goal. Yeah. But how many games do we have to not give up a goal before you say, "Man, we got 34 games plus the playoff plus yeah. the U.S. Open Cup." Right. You guys are going to have to get some minutes on the bench. I don't care how well you're playing. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the same thing holds true with uh, with Paolo in the middle. I mean, with I think. I think Kyle Smith showed that he can really play that central midfield role in uh, those first game and a half when Speedy wasn't playing, and I think that Speedy has obviously showed that he's world class there in the middle. I'll be curious to see if they find a way to get Paolo out for some minutes because I don't care how good a shape these guys are in, it's a long season and it's getting longer every year with how many teams are in the USL now, and uh, I'm not—I'll be shocked. If we don't start seeing some variation in those guys who we generally consider staples, uh, obviously the attacking midfield, it, it's it's great mix and match up there. You know, whoever yeah. had a great week of training, put them out there and let them go out and try sure. to score some goals. And between Cameron and Luke, and to a lesser extent Ilya, who's really been more of a super sub for us, uh, between Cameron and Luke, who's having the better week, who's feeling better, you know, great, put in whichever one you want, but. Oscar, Kyle, Paolo, Paco, and Sean, I don't think those guys have come out of a game in a year and a half. And that's that'll wear on you, I and mean, we can't afford to lose any of those guys. Do you need to let us take them some beers. Uh, do you think that's a good idea? <laughs> I, I mean, there's only one food. way to
2: find out, well, right? We'll it's got it's got electrolytes. <laughs> it's mostly water. It's
0: basically Gatorade. It's with basically
2: hops. Gatorade.
0: It's Gatorade with <laughs> hops. Without the artificial stuff in it, right? <laughs> we will, uh, we'll see whether or not the uh, training staff is down with that guy. they'll let us. I, I imagine they'll probably. If I them. just jump over with some beer and walk
2: up, it's one of those, like, you know, if you look like you know what you're supposed to be doing, nobody's going to
0: stop you. That's exactly right. I feel Just like, like I if you get away with that if yeah, you, if course. you show up with a beer and you say, "Oh, this is Mr. Craig ordered this." They're gonna be like, "Well, uh, uh, okay." Nobody's gonna stop me. Coach O'Connor will stop you. That's sad. <laughs> I'll give him a beer. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's uh, dive in quickly into what what we can ex- actually expect from the Richmond team. We've talked about what we can expect from our boys, uh, Richmond. Bitter uh, weeping. Well, besides you know the lamentation of their women, Uh, I think that we can uh, pretty solidly expect that uh, they're not a great attacking team. They weren't. They were the lowest scoring team in the league last year. They've got four goals through four games this season. It's not a dynamic attack. Uh, They generally are more of a allow the other team to possess the ball. And then try to create turnovers in the in the, their attacking third. They want to press high, but they are not trying to hold the ball. They're who's the to break. Who's their
2: keeper this? Their keeper this year? Is it Dicky?
0: <coughs> it's one of them. I'll tell you, off the top of my head, I'm not sure I who's looked, been playing for them right now. I looked it up. It's, one of them's name is Dicky. Well, if there's a Dicky, you
1: can, you can <laughs> you imagine.
0: You can imagine that they'll be having a hard time with us if they started Dicky. That Stauskas' house is not <laughs> going to let Wora, that roll.
2: Wara, so uh, I think. Like, it could, really just an unfortunate i think do. that
0: travis war actually is their starter if i'm not if i'm not mistaken uh but uh I, I don't understand makes. yeah it's it's we're gonna make a Wara on Wara. yeah oh that's, somebody's gonna say something yeah, yeah with that, that i mean yeah. somebody's gonna resort to that, war so. on puns that's all yeah. i know um so no i'm not positive who their uh, keeper is but i am positive that uh up front they're generally running out brian shriver uh, and uh, Shriver scored for him last week to earn him the draw uh, against Red Bulls too, which is not a bad team, and yep. they got themselves a draw there, which is a, a nice result for them. And also uh, Osei Wasu or Wusu, I'm sorry, is uh, one of their more creative players. I know he's leading the leading the team in chances created. He plays sort of a hybrid between the wing and the midfield and uh, and the and frankly of the wing. he they let him have a lot of free reign. and the game that I watched, he was, he was in and out of uh, the middle of the field and then stretching them wide. He's got some good pace, and he looked like a dangerous option
1: for them. Did you say they beat North Carolina already? Did uh, you, I, I think they did, actually. I think Two they did. Two one. I agree. I think that was what the score was. I think that's the only game they won. Yeah, they so, won the and one. And really, when you think about that, then you go, oh, man, it sure would have been nice to have had that game against North Carolina at the yeah. time that we did because we'd be sitting on 12 points right now. Yeah. So that's the frustrating thing about
0: that game being rained out is uh, one of the real advantages we have is our cohesiveness and our continuity from last year and facing off against a uh, essentially an expansion team that was a brand new, sure. trying to learn them. They would have had a real tough time playing in Slugger in week two. And now yeah. we're probably going to see them in week 23 yeah. when they've had a whole year to get used to playing with each other. And we're tired. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's that was a bummer. And we... But- we're three and zero, and we need to yeah, exactly need to get, get those 12, that 12th That's point right. against Richmond That's this right. week. I don't mean to be negative, sorry. No, no. it's completely. <laughs> well, I don't feel like that was negative. That was that
2: was. It mean, just is a shame. You didn't we didn't what get everybody that was thinking? You right. said what everybody
0: thinking. That's it is right. a shame we didn't get him when it probably would have been easier pickings for us, but uh, we will uh, see. Whether or not Dane Kelly, who is a frequent knee from DC United, or possibly he is on Richmond's roster and is a knee to DC United, I don't know how they farm that out. But uh, he sometimes is up with the parent club and sometimes down with Richmond, and he's a difference maker. I mean, it's uh, when he's in the game, he is a, a legitimate scoring threat yep. and uh, one of the one of the leading scorers in the history of USL. That's very dangerous. Feels like he's. Somewhere in the top three, but he's a a truly a a scary guy on the ball that you got to mark consistently. So you got to imagine that the more games he plays with DC United, the less likely he is to play uh, for Richmond and the less likely he is to help them put in goals. So that'll be uh, an interesting roster watch when they get there on Saturday. Uh, Just pick Saturday. something,
2: right, bro? Come on. Yeah, be on, be on a Just team. Just pick a team,
0: dude. Why do you hate that other team? <laughs> like that team, uh, not that team. Life's about making decisions, dude. You gotta come on. Man. I- I'd like to see us put up a three or a four <laughs> spot this week. <laughs> I'd man. like to. S- <laughs> I'd love to see a three or four.
1: Spot every week. <laughs>
0: Uh, Let's it's, just order it right up. We we yeah. haven't we haven't had that real goal explosion game yet. Oh, no, that'd be nice. It would be fun. I do like that the goals we've scored have all been by different players. We're already yeah. trending towards what we had last year, where every field player scored. Yeah.
1: From everywhere. Yeah. It's
0: possible that uh, we. What if we don't ever have a second goal score? We just until everybody scored on the team, we just keep on pr- spreading <laughs> it out. That would be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> your turn <laughs> this week. Your, your turn
2: this week. Okay.
0: All right. Well then, uh, then this week I hope we get a goal. From Ballard, a goal from Ilya, and a goal from Onbe in his first uh, first appearance of the, the year. I want to see McMahon bun do
1: something and then pull the bun he down. He came close in that uh, second out. game. You know, I, got, I was really impressed with him. The first time I saw him live was against NKU, mm-hmm. and he and he made a spin move. And I know as a collegiate player, I, you know, but. I mean, he made a move. That's when I erased all concerns about his mobility. Yeah, he. The other guy looked like he was on ice skates. You know, it's like the. Uh, equivalent to when they do a crossover in basketball and it breaks their ankles or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this move he made on the sideline was ridiculous, and he was going the other way. The other player was still going that direction. <laughs> you so, always love seeing that. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy is, oh no! When the, when the guy
0: just keeps going even yeah. after he's beat. Like I'm very I don't impressed even with care. him. I, I really have been
1: I, all I, of them, but but he kind of because I didn't expect a whole lot, you know, and and so hopefully uh, I'd like to see Swahy. I mean, and, yeah. I, and 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 I'd like to see uh, a couple of other things. Well, I definitely want to see Omby, and I think this week would be, you know, hey, this might be the time to introduce them. And I, yeah. and I hear what you say about uh, do you want to really break up what you got? But I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think they've proven kind of what they have. Yeah. And they know they need a break. They That's, need to get. Some I mean, awesome. it's, a, it's a good problem to have. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that deep of a bench. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know
2: what great player we gonna put in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no! Yeah. <laughs> Which
1: one of our
0: really awesome guys <laughs> do we want to well, put Well, something into that?
1: that we did experience in that though last year is that we had one that felt like he should be starting and and would have been for most teams in the league, uh, and didn't start uh, towards the end and didn't have a whole lot of uh, uh, didn't really contribute in the playoffs. And he's no longer with our team. I think everybody knows what I'm talking yeah. about with Sean Reynolds. But, I mean, a fantastic player. He uh, was a key to the success for Little City the first couple of years. He absolutely. Was. Even last year. And fantastic human being. You I mean, love Everybody that loves Sean Reynolds. But, you know, that because of that playing time and that depth and the talent that was there, even though we don't have a lot of numbers, it was hard for, for him to accept the role that he had at that yeah. time. And so I'm wondering, how does this affect – a guy like Ombi, I mean, if he really has been ill or had an injury, like, okay, so he doesn't play. But how does this affect a guy like Swahi? I know he had a little mm. bit of a leg injury or whatever coming yeah. in the season. He's supposed to be but fully healthy so, now. So you've got to – I mean, I don't know if O'Connor really cares. These are pros, right? I mean, they're yeah. paid to do a job. Right. I mean, their job Come is out, to, to wait until they get their But you got to wonder how he manages that and how – how He's able to stay on top of that. You have got to mm-hmm. kind of maybe throw him a bone every now and then. I mean, I would be, you you the got to keep him the
0: ready to play right. because nobody wants to see an injury, but somebody could slip on a banana peel outside of the apartment complex. Yeah. and yeah. suddenly you're playing a lot of minutes. If you haven't seen any action yet,
1: it's harder to be thrust into that responsibility. Well, these guys have to be special to be able to see. when you know you're good and you belong on the pitch, yeah, and to not be out there for three or four weeks at a time. That that's rough, and so to have that well, mental fortitude to be able to come out and do your job well mm-hmm. uh, and be focused, uh, eh, you know, hopefully we've got those guys. I think we do.
0: And it's it's one of those things where it's a double edged sword because yeah, it's tremendous that all of our guys are as talented as they are. But it is it, it can create that where you're going, Man, I should be out there. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should be, but so should that guy. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those situations where we don't have a giant roster, right. but it's 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 all killers, no fillers,
1: that man. Exactly yeah. That's, yeah. that's a right. good way to yeah, it, man. We, we don't have I like that.
0: We don't have any dead wood sitting on the end of our bench yeah. going, you know, maybe in three years I'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's not Are you getting a t shirt that says that? All killers, no fillers. You should. That's Perfect. that's like our podcast, man. Yeah. All killers, no fillers. We can hand them out to the players with the beers. I will consider that. We could use them as coasters. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so that's what we were expecting from our game against Richmond. Uh, I, I'm not positive whether, in your official capacity, you're allowed to make a prediction, Lance. So I will say that uh, if you want to make a prediction, you're welcome
1: to if you're not Blade allowed. Bleed
2: twice if
0: you can.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I traditionally don't because in the past okay. when Milby would ask me to do so on a show and then I would say something and I always jinxed. So I try uh, not. To, so I don't make a prediction yeah, of a score, that. but I do think Little City wins. Uh, then, but I'm not yeah. going to predict the score or whatever, but, but I do think Little City wins.
0: I like it. I think that we're either... I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge my bets just a little. We're gonna win, but I think that we're either going to give up our first goal of the year this week and win four to one, or I think that
1: the shutout streak continues and we win two to nothing. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Because you get a couple goals early, then yeah. you think you know you kind of take well, it easy or whatever, and, and kind of uh, do what we did against Cincinnati. Exactly. Not necessarily park the bus, but disrupt everything. Right. Know? And
0: I wonder how much the shutout streak is on their minds right now, where maybe you don't go on that blazing run up the side that might lead to a goal because you're thinking, ah, I don't want to give up the counter. We don't want to give up that one goal. And obviously no defense ever wants to give up goals. But by that same token, half of what has made our team great in attack has been Oscar and Kyle making you know overlapping runs down yeah. into the corners. Yeah. And if twice a game they think, instead of making that run, I'm going to stay here and make sure my guy doesn't go anywhere. Well, maybe that leads to one fewer goal per game for us and for them. So it's uh, to preserve. Yeah, I, the feel like, right. I feel like if you're an offense-oriented team,
2: I think then you start thinking about, are we going to keep the, the streak going? Yeah. But the way that we've played so far, I think it doesn't matter. Even if you're thinking about it, it doesn't matter because it's not, I mean, we're such a defense-oriented team right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what? what's the
0: difference? You're not. Try- we're just trying to make sure that they don't get anywhere near it. Yeah. Get our one or two, and then just yeah, uh, and, and but it's like Lance has been saying. I don't. I feel like we're not truly parking the bus. It's not. You're not seeing nine guys behind the ball. But what you are seeing is. I think that it's little things like that. I think it's little things like uh, maybe you don't make one run you would normally have made mm-hmm. to make sure you stay in position. Maybe you right. don't go to try to make that great interception and start the break. Instead, you stay in front of your man. Uh, stuff that you know could. Stuff that truly becomes goals becomes special plays uh, when you make uh, that run uh, or make that uh, take that chance on the big tackle or on the big interception. Yeah. Instead of that, we're staying home, marking our man, covering our spots, and that's it's it's a different brand of soccer. And I wonder if it starts creeping into the back of their minds. Man, we've gone four. We've gone what? At this point, it would be. 390 minutes. I'm trying to remember when Junior Fleming scored for him in the Red Bulls game. Oh, yeah. But that he's was, gone
1: 390. That was very late in that half, second half. 390,
0: 400 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or uh, 370, 380 minutes mm-hmm. since, they, uh, since we've been scored on. That's got to be a little bit in their heads. Sure. A little. Anyway, Andy, what's the
2: score? I'm saying three nothing. Three nothing. I'm like saying that. three nothing. I bet we see Swati play. Okay. And I bet we get a Back to the Future esque uh, fire trail. Of him just taking off down the field, <laughs> he's gonna actually leave a license plate spinning behind. Yeah, him. I bet he pulls a flash and just runs around them and creates a whirlwind that like rockets them out, <laughs> and then like it's just it's just poor Dickie or whoever <laughs> poor
0: Dicky <laughs> at the end, like oh. I've decided no. that regardless of who they started, Keeper, we're gonna call him Dicky. Yeah, he's Dicky now. Yeah, that's your name, buddy. We're sorry. Where is Dicky on me. your team? yeah I know. You're Dicky.
2: You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cool you I'm are. Yes, you are. That guy's Dickie and you're both dicky. You're both dicky. <laughs> but I like your three nothing prediction. I hope that you are right and that I am wrong. I think three nothing would be a, a great score. Um I think I'd like to see I'd love to see the offense come alive a little bit. It's not even like the offense has played badly. It's just that the offense hadn't clicked. I mean we had that streak last year where we had four or five games in a row where we we're scoring scoring three or four every yeah. game and it was just fun to it felt like every time down the pitch we might score. And right now, it doesn't really feel that way yet. I don't think we're clicking on every cylinder we could. That's our game review. That's our that game preview. That was a preview. good one. You've said that, that was before. I've heard you say that we've had a good Someday,
2: one. we're going to get to a point where I'm like, that was, that was terrible. That was garbage, Evan. That was garbage. <laughs> Did you not
0: know anything about the team we played? That was we're garbage. I Did feel you fall like... down and hit your head? <laughs>
1: Where I mean, let's
2: be sport. honest. Lance is saving the show. Well, that's like, let's, let's, you,
0: you gotta lean
1: on your guests, guests from time to time. Absolutely not true.
0: <laughs> Andy, what happened? Did you get distracted by a bumblebee? Like, where, where are did. we at here? I did. So, I was started started living in a before. burlap.
2: What was studying? I was in, stung, burlap I was
0: in my burlap tent <laughs> with a bumblebee, <laughs> with which a bumblebee. is miserable. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. Now that we have reviewed and previewed we're going to hop into our purple stuff. Yeah. Uh, take a take a long slug of our take it favorite take it down Let it drink your throat. Yeah. It gives you that gives you that uh, that tingly feeling and also makes you feel safe. Yeah. So a uh, pr- little, little purple stuff tonight. Uh, the first bit is uh, I, I hate to toot horns, especially my own, but uh, I will say that uh, no uh, we were thrilled last night. Uh, Scouse, the, our El Presidente, uh, Scouse invited me to join him as a representative of Scouse's House on uh, Coach O'Connor's show over on 840 WHAS. Uh, got to be, uh, chit-chat with uh, Paco and Greg and I wasn't there. Tony Vanetti and... Uh, Scouse and Coach O'Connor. Obviously, we had a really great time. And uh, if you guys haven't been listening, I've been I've been trying to pub as much of the fact that there is a lot of Lou City audio that you can get your hands on right now. Yeah, uh, you've got the coaches show. Yeah. You have got some... I can't even remember who the guy is who hosts this other show. <laughs> this other radio show. Uh, Randall's so, on. Uh, you've got another... you got Soccer City Radio, which is usually on Thursday nights
1: at uh, 7, is that right? Thursday night at 7 on KJK 1080. But tomorrow night, we're going to be on... Uh, uh, H-A-S 840 so uh, on the news i, I got to practice this it's news radio news radio 84 WHAS, I think is how I got it there start. it is they it sent me great. a ring on email well it, but there's a scheduling conflict or whatever so to make it up to the little city they said they we got a spot there we can put you on at eight o'clock Great. on Wednesday night so but probably by the time this airs yeah people will have invest. already heard this yeah.
0: and now they'll feel so like go download game. it all exactly. 12 people will have heard that. Yeah. <laughs> and and all 12 of them have already also listened to your radio show yeah. live so uh, no we're the we're in the golden era. Uh, the golden age <laughs> of Louisville City audio because you get to hear you get to hear Coach O'Connor's radio show you get to hear Lance on Soccer City Radio yeah and then uh, you got three podcasts coming out from supporters groups and uh, fans that uh, all offer something different and yeah. all offer uh, something valuable except ours uh, no, you I totally feel like
1: disagree you, there, you guys uh, I was glad whenever I heard there was a new scouts told me you guys were going to be putting a podcast. And I listen to it, and you guys do a fantastic job. And I really Wait, enjoy listening to it. Out of hey, here. I'm serious, man. man you don't I miss love listening. I listen to the other ones as well. Sure. And they do great, And they, but it's a different voice and it's a different insight. And I absolutely am thrilled about it. You so, don't have to say this stuff just because you're mad. I'm not saying. <laughs> I <don't have> to.
0: <laughs> he, he's, just, he's just angling for another glass. of Yeah, whiskey. I mean, I've got plenty of booze, dude. You, you don't
1: have to do no, it. Very good, <laughs> but and entertaining, but very, very informative too. So I really enjoy it a lot. Well,
0: we're thrilled to hear that, and uh, we're also thrilled to get to listen to Barrel Proof Podcast. The Coopers do an awesome yeah, job, yeah. and uh, we also, I'm i uh, I'm a longtime listener of uh, Derby City Ultras. They yep. do, they put on a. Uh, it's a very different flavor from the other uh, from the other podcasts and radio shows. You're gonna get. I think that it's fair to say that we have rose-colored glasses over here at Scouse's house. Mm-hmm. Everything purple is colored glasses. exactly a very happy purple color. Yeah. Uh, that you know everything is great. The team is great. We want to support the team. Let's get out there and uh, you know do as much as we can to create as much interest as We're possible. Very positive people. And that's and it's it's valuable and it's frankly the way we truly feel. But also, we're not naive. There are things that need to be examined about how the club's being run, about the decisions that are being made. And uh, I think Derby City Ultras is easily the best of the bunch at uh, uh, taking the long view and the the deeper view of how things are being done. They're not always right. But no.
1: they, uh, but they do a great job of at least examining. That a lot stuff. of times they, they are right, and, uh, and and I listen to it and have you know for a long time, and mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe I don't necessarily agree with the method necessarily, <laughs> but the message a lot of times is right on, and I think that's a voice that, that needs to be heard Absolutely. out of every fan base. Yeah. Uh, and so you know they, they step up and do it, and you know I, and I'll let them know when when I disagree, and, and I'll address issues in response sometimes on the show. And I don't mind talking about that. And there may be something that 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 you know Jordan or whatever may not be aware of. And sure. Then, and then we'll then I'll let him know. How, you know my perspective. I, I you know again I value the fact that there are different voices. And if we were all sitting around, kumbaya, wearing purple glasses all the time, right? Then we wouldn't get. You know, no, we, it wouldn't make any sense. Would, it, 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 be you anything, fall in love yeah. with yourself too much, and then you can't improve. Exactly. So I think the club even values that as well. I yeah. really do. They they might not appreciate. The way the message is delivered, sure. sometimes. But I think that that the fact that the message is there, they listen. They're
0: a bit more graphic than uh, some of the other uh, some of the other podcasts. As much as Andy wants to be, oh in, my god, it would be ridiculous. If but I had no- <laughs> I, I, I rain <laughs> so in so much cursing. I, I rein you in. <laughs> I, I, rein you in I, I rein you in almost entirely because I'm afraid that uh, Nikki O'Connell is listening to this. That's true in That's the true. background while his dad listens to it. But uh, the. Uh, I think it's it's great that you know it's the fourth year of this team and there are legitimately five uh, two very professional uh, broadcasts and then uh, descending order of professionalism yeah. amongst the podcasts. But uh, that there's if you choose you've got. Five to six hours every week of uh, material you can listen to devoted to this soccer team. And that's that's fantastic. I feel
2: like, because there are some people who put on the radio on like a Sunday if you're making breakfast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like the way to go is to listen to Lance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Put us on in the background. Okay. And every now and then you'll ca- like Lance will tell you what's up. Sure. And his voice is great. Yeah. Right. He'll sing you to sleep. Right? <laughs> but in a good way. Of course. Right. Put us in the back. If you're having some friends over, you put uh, us on. Man. Frankly, you
0: put us in. You put us in the bathroom is where you probably want to put that us. That too.
2: That too. It's important, Tom.
0: It's great. It's it's fantastic that no matter what your taste is in uh, listening to. In consuming your purple stuff, that you got options. As long uh, as different it's going mixers. in, I think so, it's fantastic. As long as it's going in, it doesn't matter what you mix. And then that's uh, exactly right. And that's our first piece of purple stuff. And uh, that's like I say, I don't want to toot our own horn. I'll say that uh, there are uh, five avenues of uh, consuming audio for the team, and uh, that I would absolutely consider us fifth on the list. But it's exciting yep. that there are that the list is that long and. Uh, I'm not saying we're bad. I'm just saying all no. the other ones have yeah. a lot of value. And actually, so. little in fact, if you play all of them at the same time, it's Pink it,
2: Floyd. It is actually, yeah, it's Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Like it's, you know, a lot of people <laughs> <Yeah>. don't realize
0: <laughs> it takes a lot of extra work for us to make that it's happen every
2: week. The so subliminal difficult. messaging it's that we have so, so in
0: difficult to do. do. But it's the details, man. Uh, the next piece of uh, purple stuff is we want to talk that it's the blackout game. Uh, the blackout game is on Thursday, and it is. Uh, it's going to be I mean I'm sorry it's going to be on Saturday 7:30 yeah. uh, at Slugger. You can still go out and buy your t-shirts down at uh, Slugger f- at Slugger Field before the game and also at uh, 4th Street Live anytime this week. I don't think you can still order them online and get you them know. in time for the game but uh, get down there Especially not on Thursday So get down Get your uh, black t-shirt If you don't want to buy the, the official shirt Wear black Unless you're yeah. a freak like me Who requires that I wear The exact same thing That's To every weird. home game That's weird Or you can paint your body black Like me uh, Which is You know Some people find offensive But I realize I didn't say about face It's about body I, I re- and Some people find offensive And I'm talking about I'm talking about uh, Just the, the, the smell More than anything Oh is, well yeah That no, paint it's that is terrible. horrendous It's terrible That paint is horrendous uh, so get your uh, shirt for the Black game, and then um, this is going to bleed a little bit into our banter. So we're going to cover this very quickly. But uh, ESPN has expanded their partnership with the USL. They're going to uh, have broadcast games of the week all we all uh, all season. Louisville City is not involved in any of them. Damn. We'll get to that in just a second. The other part of this is that uh, in order to be able to watch the games live, you will either have to live in the appropriate market to watch it on network TV, or you will have to pay $4.99 a month to get ESPN Plus, or steal a login from your rich neighbor. Yeah. But uh, you're going to have to get ESPN Plus to be able to listen to the games live, and that's a bummer. Uh, I hope I hope that each of the organizations and that the league itself got paid a handsome chunk of money for that. You'd have that's to not, assume. If I mean, that's, well, but I mean, you're trying to grow a fan base here. And the way to do that is not to make it harder and more expensive for people to get access. Right. So that I'm not thrilled with. Um, and also not thrilled with the fact that we're not going to be broadcast. Lance, in our pre-show notes, call, talked me off the ledge about this, explaining that it's a lot of midweek
1: games and we don't play a lot of midweek games. That, well, yeah, when we talk about the, the ESPN deal, uh, we we, we kind of know what ESPN's all about, right? I mean, they're going to put on the pretty face. They're not mm-hmm. going to. And so, obviously, I mean, we all went back and watched the championship game and we saw the optics. And even though there was turf put down, I mean, it's two different colors. It just doesn't it look, does look fantastic. Look, look it's yeah. just a reality, yeah. right? We've lived with it for three years. Nobody thinks it's awesome or anything. No. But, you know, we are the defending champions, and it's not that bad. Oh, and by the way, we're 3-0-0. And, we're... and we just beat the, you know, the I think the, I don't know, the the, the Glamour Kids or whatever. Sure. The, the, huh? the, the, the Golden uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, so, and, and the fact, though, that it all does come down <laughs> to something that just really makes a lot of sense. Uh, that The USL made their schedule a long time ago mm-hmm. yeah. And so a lot of questions have been like Why can't Louisville City be the away team That's featured in the game of the week Well, when you look at this The schedule was made a long time ago yeah. And then ESPN came in with this deal And so they hand select the games they want to play Yeah, And so they go, okay Well, Louisville City's not really available sure, And they don't really want to feature Because of the optics of the pitch and all that yeah. So we get left out I don't know how the front office feels about it. I haven't talked to anyone about that at all. But, I mean, it makes sense. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that other teams have got multiple games in that. But at the end of the day... Glamour boys! <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> when it comes down to it, the, the game of the week does not really help Louisville City. No. Anyway. No. I mean, because we don't care about whether someone is in uh, San Jose, California, watching Louisville City play. It doesn't matter uh, we want people to be here supporting the club locally. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, now the four ninety nine thing you brought up, you know, as far as in, in, as far as that deal where you've got to pay monthly to be able to see these games, I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah. Why would you create a barrier? Uh, yeah. For, to grow your audience, that is so short sighted. I don't understand. I I can't believe that that's not going to have a drastic effect in slowing the growth of this sport. That's that just shows you can't, can't, You got to stop and think. Unless What's the, the big league, picture look unless like?
0: Unless the league got play, paid an absurd amount of money for this that will help them to be able to promote in other ways, but I'm not going to believe that until I see it, and yeah. it's, it's frustrating. And also, for me personally, to be able to prepare for the high-quality content that the In the House podcast provides, I go back and I watch these, the games of our opponents and our Loose City games on YouTube, and those are not going to be available until a week after they are broadcast. So that means that I, won't, I wouldn't be able to tell you about, you know, Osei Wusu playing well on the wing, and I know that matters to you guys. And so uh, it's frustrating to me that those games are going to now be uh, hidden from us uh, for a full week after their yeah. broadcast. And it sucks not being able to go back and watch our boys after a fun game like uh, the game they played on Saturday. So. Super frustrating. bro. Yeah. Okay, that was purple stuff. Purple stuff. I'm uh, to it. i full Purple stuff had an edge to it at yeah, time. Yeah, I'm satisfied, but I could still have more. Is right. the way I feel about it? But yeah. It, you you feel good like I'm probably not going to have a hangover, but I'm still I'm still right where I want to be <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is that happy spot. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna now transition into Andy and I have some uh, rather rapid fire questions for uh, Mr. McGarvey. <laughs> uh, what? For this one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm I'm terrified to hand the reins over to Andy, so oh, I'm gonna man. hold off for one second <laughs> and uh, let me uh, get a little sip. Here. <laughs> uh, well, I, I do, was ready for that. I uh, I think that what. I want to know, and what everybody that I've talked to in Scouse's house about this interview, what everybody really wants to know from Lance McGarvey is: we all know you as you know the Golden Pipes man. We all know you as the uh, the the sound, the the vocal and audio experience of our Loose City games. But what does Batman do when he takes off the cowl? Like, uh, <laughs> what? Where where are you when you are not broadcasting games for Slugger? We assume that it's like in a hyperbaric chamber. Guzzling yeah. uh, honey and bourbon, whispering quietly to preserve the Are cords? there like
2: two virgins that are like massaging <laughs> your vocal cords? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that is awesome. I sure wish. All those things sound fantastic. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I'm just a regular old guy that, uh, you know, I've got a kid playing baseball at Atherton High School. How I, did he do? Actually, before I came over, he pitched an inning and, and pitched a scoreless inning. Nice. nice. Out, so that was solid, and they got the win. Uh, but he he plays for Atherton High School baseball, and so uh, when I'm there, I, I like to announce their games. They let me do that. So that's great. It's kind of fun, and there's nothing more fun than than announcing my kid on the mound. So yeah. that's that's a lot of fun. But uh, you know, I'm just a just a I have a day job. Uh, or I'm actually involved in in industrial tools sales, and I had spent most of my career in in over-the-counter energy brokering. Uh, That was all exciting and all that, it was a lot of fun. But, and I I love my career, and I love my life outside of Louisville City, but I don't play golf anymore, okay. and I clearly don't exercise a lot anymore. And so this has given me uh, an outlet. This has given me a, a more than it's more than a hobby. It's really something that's like an avocation, if you will. Sure. Uh, and so uh, I, I, I thought, you know, when I I've told this story before, and I'll tell you real quick. When I've uh, when I first started doing this was game one, day one of Louisville City 2015. St. Louis was there. And I honestly thought there would be a 1,000 people at the most, yeah. maybe 1,500. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would last for three or four games, yeah. half a season, and they'd have to fold up. And But when I heard they were at Slugger, I said, man, I'm just narcissistic enough to hear myself uh, go to Slugger <laughs> field and do that. I don't know anything about <laughs> soccer, but it'd be fun. And then that, that, when I saw the the supporters and how they were just going bonkers and making all that noise, I'd never seen anything like that. Soccer, professional soccer, was foreign to me. I did not understand it. Didn't I much World Cup in the past or the Sure. Day. So it to see it and watch what happened. I'd never seen anything like that in Slugger Field before. Been to many many bats games, and it's Jake the Diamond Dog and, and, and all that going on. But no offense to them, but to see that was unbelievable, and it got me so excited. And then and then the uh, learning the sport, it just it just hooked me, and I've and i fallen in love with it. so. Probably answered a whole lot more than what you wanted me no, to. No, it's exactly what we but, wanted but to know. But that's 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 it's become something for me. Uh, my, the rest of my life is awesome. I love it. But this is the, the piece of me that you know now. I feel like is a purpose that I have to so awesome. grow this sport and help grow this team's popularity. And you've become such an awesome
0: avatar for the fan base. I mean, yeah. I know that you've uh, appeared at a lot of events, at some of the rallies, at some of the. Uh, the, the team-sponsored events that uh, you'll frequently be... The voice of uh, Introducing the guys mm-hmm. For whatever it is That we're coming out for And uh, I I won't do my Lou City goal impression mm-hmm. But uh, That's do it. I I'm not it. doing it I'm not doing <laughs> oh, it uh, I would do it If he weren't here but I, <laughs> It's like It's like It's you like I'm gonna sing, judge you <laughs> Exactly like, It's like It's like Hey Sing Sing that song Michael Bolton sitting there It's like, I don't know why that was The singer that
2: came up with I would <laughs> sing for Michael Bolton singer. I don't care about well, you Michael, Michael well, this is what i think of you i'm going to
0: sing your song that's fair somebody that you like and respect how fair about that you. like seal but like seal would have been a much better and uh, much better decision <laughs> but uh, that you become really an avatar for the fans of sort of a representation of like the the leader of the fans and that's a, that's a you're not an elected position you're not right. the president of a supporters group but you everybody who's a i'd say like a level 6 fan mm. or higher of loose city knows who you are and, could, and doesn't just know the voice either because you've been
1: present enough we can say, ah, that people know right. Lance when they see him. Well, that was important to me. Uh, right out, And that's why I set up Twitter. I don't have any other social media. And I set up Twitter that first year when Steve Peek would laugh at me over there when he was the <laughs> director of communications. Steve was actually the one that brought me into Louisville City and uh, in, in the day one. And, and, and he, uh, so I set that up because I was so uh, enamored with what was going on in the Purple family down there. I didn't Mm. understand it, but I wanted to understand it. And so I I set up Twitter to just start bouncing back and forth, and I met a few of them at at Against the Grain after a game one time, and I just said, this is really cool, what you all do is amazing. And slowly but surely, I mean, they began to embrace me. I feel very fortunate for that. And then when Scouse came along, uh, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or so, and said, I really want to do this uh, and get this supporters group going uh, I was just like, oh man, that's awesome because like I could, there was an international flavor there, all absolutely, the sudden, and I, in a way that that was very authentic. It wasn't like we're gonna fabricate this deal. Right. He was so passionate and getting to know Scouse, as you know, uh, just an amazing person, mm-hmm. and, and I love I love him so much as and friendly as a human I'm being bad, can be. He's yeah. just been fantastic, and and so, um, you know, it, it, it when he asked me to 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 kind of help him. Grow his fan. He only had like twenty members, and sure. I think the club was saying you got to have like fifty maybe to be the, the and to have a, fifty a, a, season ticket
0: holders and fifty
1: total a, seats sold per game. So and he just like y'all blasted that away. Yep. And I was like, look, this, and I see why. I mean, I love the Coopers. I love Tom. I love all of them, and they all know it. And, and and the Heretics and the Derby City Ultras and the Cornbread Ultras and the Little City. Ticket. I can name them all. Little City Purple People. Whatever. But, I can name them all. Right. You bet. But but. To see you guys on the other end doing what you guys do, it's been it's just been phenomenal, and I love seeing the events that like Scouts put together uh, up and and called all the groups like all the leaders sure. together, right? Yeah. To like it was the like the Godfather, where and all the, the families the, the were the all there. You know? <laughs> <people>. <laughs> it <was> really cool <laughs> never because like, because they were all up there, and I was like, this is really cool because they wanted to have Scouts envision this <laughs> cohesive thing, and that's really worked very So well, you're like, saying Scouts is like Marlon no, Brando. Yeah, he Well, Brando, if that's, that's the exactly case, then, right.
0: if that's the case, then Steve McGuffy was his wartime consigliere, and that's <laughs> yeah. hilarious to me. But uh, no, we, it's been so, it has been such a great thing for the the team and for uh, I think the supporters' culture to have a bunch of different types of uh, supporters groups, and I—we're I, uh, very proud to be one of the two. Uh, official supporters groups. Sure. And I know that uh, the Heretics and the Ultras and uh, some of the other uh, groups aren't necessarily, the Black Sheep aren't necessarily trying to have an official uh, um, entity. But I encourage some of them to go out and I mean those guys have large groups and large supporters too, and I encourage them to go out and become uh, official supporters groups because the more there are, the
1: better it is for the club. Is the sure, way I look yeah. at it. And their passion is no less, right? I mean agreed. these guys are all agreed, absolutely. You know, guys and gals are all absolutely, you know, over the top in love with Louisville City, and they're there screaming their heads off too. And I just love how everyone works together, and I, I'm impressed with our fan base. I'm very proud of our fan base. You know, you don't hear stories of things like where they're trying to intimidate other uh, supporters or anything like that. From any other clubs, are very welcoming and very warm, and I and it's just something to be really, really uh, proud of. And I and I am. I really enjoy uh, the way that that I've been accepted. I don't have you know. I, I don't know why. I don't know how it all happened. It's but because you're so darn really good at what you do, Lance. Like, like no, I think, say no, to you. But I huh? do think from the very beginning to just admit, hey, I don't know this sport. I don't understand this. By God, we're going to get in together, and we're going to have some fun, and help to grow it as much as we can. I think people respected that a little bit. I didn't pretend to be something I wasn't, and and hopefully uh, that'll always continue, you know, because and get the opportunity to do that. Because eventually, everybody's going to realize that I am a fraud for pretending like I'm. No, no, no! What are you talking uh,
0: about? I'm I'm going to save my last question and replace our original banter plan with it, and so now I am going to, in fact, toss the. Toss the keys to, to my man Andy. This is this is
2: no Matt, this is the important question. I ask the
1: tough questions. I get to the heart of people, okay? Sure, I'm now very, very nervous. Uh you Andy, know you're tall and, and and like you got a big snake behind you. And now I'm that's completely true. He set up
0: and and now I'm
1: kinda of a little bit
2: apprehensive of this. No no no, don't. But it's just know that this is very telling of who you are. Okay. By the way, you
0: And giants. also that it's extremely hypothetical. There is a giant snake behind Andy. And it, how you answer this question <laughs> is hypothetical. Yeah. The giant,
2: the snake behind me is sheerly coincidental. It's not sheerly a... Sheerly coincidental. It's okay? not here for both. This, oh. this is the question. question. If you had to fight an anaconda, okay, the largest snake in the world, right? Okay. An, yeah. an anaconda. Yeah. yeah. Or a full-grown male silverback gorilla... And all you had was your Louisville City scarf. Of your choosing, pick your favorite scarf, your toughest one. All right. You have to fight one of these two animals to the death. To the death. Who are you
1: going with? Who are you going to fight? I'm fighting an anaconda. Or, and now am I in the, if I own the everybody wants Under to the water? Worry about. No, okay, it's just either You or. are on, uh, it is so an arena I mean, it's, it's, it's situation. It is oh. an arena situation. Oh, dude. Only one will leave. Give me the anaconda.
2: I'll, really? I'll everybody say, everybody's I'm
1: not messing with because that gorilla. Nobody
2: dude. wants anything to do, do with that Do You understand that
1: gorilla will rip you from the I have a lamb. plan
2: for the gorilla. I've got a plan for the gorilla. You, you have, have a plan? I've got a plan for the gorilla.
0: One with a scarf? Gonna <laughs>
1: he's going to rig a booby frame, and, and you guys he's are going to be arming off. You arm wait
2: arm. for him to charge, and then you jump on his back. And you wrap the scarf around the throat okay. and go Ooh. for it. Good luck
1: with that. Yeah, man, that's, that's basically Brother that
0: Paco was mocking him mercilessly last
1: week for feeling like he could uh, t- t- tackle him. Paco said he'd take the he'd snake, snake too, you know? Everybody, Everybody has said, a said a the snake. The snake. You realize that, that, that Gorilla's arms are like, 7 feet long
2: Anacondas are 30 feet long Yeah but you just gotta be But they've only got the one
1: thing that's attacking you I'm a little faster than a cow Not (laughs) Not much (laughs) But a
2: little faster (laughs) But they're (laughs) so much faster than gorillas That's what I'm saying
0: All right, We have given Andy his chance (laughs) One of (laughs) these One of these days he's gonna get the answer that he's looking for and then we're gonna retire this damn question I'll think of another good one I'm sure you will my friend Uh, (laughs) Now Originally, I had wanted to talk about, a uh, for banter, Mm -hmm. I had wanted to talk about a subject that uh, I think it requires a little more depth than we can afford to give it. Uh, I think that uh, we are pressing the limits of Lance's hospitality already, and so uh, I think that instead, I want to talk about the last question I was going to ask Lance anyway, and I will extend it to Andy in an interesting fashion. I know, you're this welcome. is because my question. It me? is. I'm yeah. going to make you have to talk about like stuff uh, in the new stadium. That is already the the demolition is underway. You can see it coming mm-hmm. now. It's, it's feeling good. Yeah. Uh, they're going to build this new stadium, and it won't be a soc- It won't be a baseball field. It'll wow. be an actual soccer field with an actual press box. Lance, from you, I want to know what is it that you want to see most from the new stadium, A, for yourself and your uh, your position, and B, just in
1: general, what do you want to see? Sure. Uh, in general, I would love to see uh, even better accommodations for the supporters groups and have uh, noise-encapsulating uh, structure so that it's just loud as it can possibly it. be. And, uh, and then on top of that, uh, the the sound system at Slugger Field is does is set up for baseball games, yeah. Where there's people just kind of mildly cheering, you know. But it's not set up for a uh, roar, the, the roar and everything that's going on. And so the yeah. sound system's going to have to be really closely attended to to make sure that it's uh, easy to hear. I hear a lot of people in Slugger say they can't hear me, um, but I also hear a lot of people say that it's too loud. So it depends on where you are. So well, hopefully that's but. Man, press box, of course, is going to be nice because it's going to be a midfield. I'm no longer going to be behind home plate, 500 yeah. feet away from the other end of the pitch, and uh, that'll be phenomenal. And of course, then a, a monitor in the press box would just
0: be <laughs> so. Being reliable. able to watch what's actually <laughs> so could, happening, so we
1: could actually see the replay, and and because sometimes it's hard to see from the angles what shirt the number might be, particularly opposing players. Uh, and so that, that that would be very nice.
0: So the rumors of a uh, of, of four keg kegerator uh, <laughs> and, a, uh, and a hot tub jacuzzi up in the press box were all just that rumor? No, I
1: think if they had the Fall City beer going, I think most <laughs> of the ownership group would be ready to go they for it. They are one LCFC. large up there. I'm in, in favor of whatever. Let's have some fun. Understood. Now, Andy, you will not
0: be in the press box. That seems fair. You don't know to that. Us. That's true. <laughs> Lance has been that. looking for an apprentice, and so maybe one day Lance and I could become best buds That's and and post. partners in we
2: crime.
1: Know, so I don't know why he would want to do that. Lance Lance will say loose city goal, and you will <laughs> go yeah. In the background, I may need someone eventually to have an oxygen mask because sometimes I get carried <laughs> that away. That blue guys. is getting I, longer and sometimes longer. Sometimes, and, 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 and I'm telling you, my heart beats a lot during the games. And I, get sure. I could not do it, wouldn't do it if I didn't have that kind of passion. I'm not the PA guy like General like that's very professional. Guys, I don't get, I mean, I'm doing this because my heart is in this 100%. That's a fact. And when I'm doing those games... When they score, and I let out that lucidity goal, There are a lot of times where I get really dizzy. I believe that. So I, I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to really kind of chill on it. But it's just so I get so excited, and I let it go, and I and, and I, it's so fun for me. But, um, you know, we'd love to probably have some help up there at some point. I'm sure. So you know, we'll
0: Andy Andy was gonna start yeah. working on uh, his coffee serving skills of media. Oh man! But uh, no, the uh, oh, the question I want to know from Andy is. You will, obviously, be in Scouse's house for these games in the new okay. stadium. The rumors swirling around what kind of seating we're going to have in our section say that we will either have sort of freestanding bleachers in our area, okay. or sort of picnic tables over in our area, right, or that it will be almost pure standing room only, but on a slant up towards that giant bar. Okay. Would you prefer sort of standing room only, where we're all we've got a nice rail like we currently do, and you'd be able to be up there against the uh, up against the the pitch? Mm -hmm. Would you rather be up on the bleachers, Mm -hmm. or would you rather have the picnic tables? What 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 what's your dream scenario for Scouse's house? Honestly, you know, I think we're Scouse's house.
2: We're kind of spoiled by our seats. We really I mean, are. We've brought it up several times, the difference between what the Coopers do and what we do is that the Coopers is just this wall of noise. But when an opposing keeper comes to our end, like you could hear us. We're right there. And so are we stick like the knife. You know sure. what I mean? It's like a street bike. We're just, ah, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> and we've got the roof covering us from bad weather guys. and in the strong got, sun. So I think... We've I got think, the tables for people to sit, the rails to be up against. We've got the two yeah, levels where yeah. you can be, See, and
2: nice. that's why I think that it, the, the, the dream situation is kind of a mix of all three. Being able to be right up on them like we are now, mm-hmm. but still having picnic tables because, you know, kids and... Having before, like th- it would be a mix because right now I feel like the situation we have is a kind of a mix of all three of them just yep. smooshed together. Sure, right? I think the dream situation would be to stretch it out a little bit. Okay. So if you want to get right up on it, which let's face it, we're scouts as we do. Right. But if families, if you've got family, you know, the kids can run around. I think so. That's that's my answer
0: to you. All right. I think that I'm generally on board with what you're saying, and that what I would think is that it would be nice to have it set up where it was, like, five or six tables right up front, right up against a, uh, a nice perch for us to be leaned out over. And then maybe multi-tiers. Multi-tiers. Right now yeah. we got the one extra level behind us in Scouse's house. I'd like to see multi-levels. Where you'd be able to, if you don't want to get right up on the rail, still be able to see over the guys at the rail. Right. And uh, have your seats up there on top. Uh, but, man, I, I just I just can't wait. Like, just seeing the blueprints the other day for the uh, architectural rending, renderings was exciting. Uh, I don't know, you know, how many times they'll change that before it actually gets built, but uh, the the excitement level grows with me every week, and I think that man as soon as you start seeing them pouring concrete, oh yeah, Whew! they're gonna have a hard time keeping me from like camping out over there, just watching them. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing now? What are you, <laughs> you digging a hole? Is this where What's we that are? hole for? Where, where are we? Is that Scouse's house is this where we are? Oh no, it's septic. Okay, is that Scouse's? Oh, okay. They're gonna have a hard time keeping us out because. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think really, that's that's all I needed to banter about. I needed to know what Lance's uh, press box situation
1: was going to be. Are you going to have velvet ropes? Are you going to have uh, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: anybody to... No. No, man. nobody
0: trying to just keep a anybody place out? To
1: put, no, just a place to put my tea and a place for all the pizza to go for all the meat. Now we're talking. There. Now <laughs> that's we're That's exactly talking. right. What kind of tea do you like? You uh, can, the, well, I just drink unsweetened tea when during the games. All right. Sometimes I get a little monster energy drink. Now you're kind of, talking. You know, just kind of juice me a little bit. But... Uh, you know, it, 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 and like for the show, I always drink hot green tea. Okay. I don't ex- can't explain why I don't do that during games, but it it's just whatever I'm comfortable with during the work. Believe it or not, all that kind of goes with my mojo, man. I yeah. If I don't have it right, then I get I get fluttered in my head. Well, oh, yeah. I'll,
0: I'll tell you this: you couldn't have done better than you did on whiskey. So we'll uh, oh, we'll see whether I mean, or not we can uh, sneak some of that. We need to start doing that during. Some <laughs> of stuff.
2: That
0: fun. Well, He's just cursing
2: over the PA. <laughs>
0: Well, Lance, we uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show tonight. We've had a lot of fun talking to you. Uh, I want to thank Andy, as per always, for his uh, uh, comfort, and it's it's nice to have him back. You're welcome, buddy. Uh, it's you know, nice to be. I haven't slept, and so it's it's, it's nice nice to be back. nice for you to be uh, back on board. Um, we're really excited about the game on Saturday. Come on out, support the boys against Richmond at seven thirty. Wear your black and get ready to uh, support the boys. Um, Make sure you listen in on uh, Wednesday night, except that that'll be yesterday when this thing comes off. So mm-hmm. make sure you listen to the podcast of uh, Lance on Soccer City Radio, and uh, yeah, I think that's everything that's we've it. got to cover. Lance, you got anything for us? No,
1: awesome. I'm flattered that you guys asked me to be here. Man, we're flattered you, very you keep. It's a good time, and I enjoyed it a lot. And man, I look forward to seeing you guys again. Go City! Yeah, Go City! It's like always, always.